Are you an advertiser that's struggling with rising costs? Ads that fatigue quickly? And an overall lack of confidence in your results? The honest truth is, it's time for you to simplify your Facebook ad account strategy. Fact is, you don't need multiple campaigns. You don't need to be promoting multiple products. And you absolutely don't need multiple audiences. And anyone that tells you that you should has no idea what they're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about, do you? Let's debunk a lot of the contrarian views promoted by people that have no clue what they're talking about, that don't give a damn about your business's bottom line, and start focusing on how to make way more money by working a lot less, by leveraging Facebook and the way the engineering team designed the software, instead of treating it like Google 10 years ago. All you need is one well-structured Facebook campaign, leveraging machine learning and artificial intelligence, and you can get your work week down to a single hour and your ad spend up to seven figures. I've done this for years. There's no reason you can't. And the honest truth is, not doing it is probably why your CAC is going up, why your CPMs continue to rise, and why the latest Facebook hack that you learned from somebody that has no idea what they're talking about only works for a few weeks and you're only worse off when it's over. So that being said, let's get right to it. The power of one campaign. When we simplify our Facebook account structure to one campaign, we're gonna see three big benefits. First off, Facebook's a machine learning algorithm. So what are you teaching it? When you teach it to do several things poorly, it's not gonna be nearly as good as if you were to teach it to do one thing very well. So the more places that you are setting the budget and the more landing pages and offers and audiences and bidding models and creative that you're testing, the dumber every one of those things is. Do you think the path to success is to invest a lot of money and a very high number of very stupid things? Does that make any sense? Probably not. Instead, we can leverage Facebook with one campaign to do one thing very well. So part number two is what we're gonna teach Facebook to do very well is the single most important thing for our business. If we know the single most valuable customer journey, maybe it doesn't have the greatest LTV, but we absolutely, with the most certainty, know when we're gonna get future cash flow off of this type of customer, why are you doing anything else? The purpose of spending money on Facebook isn't to sell all of the products in your store. No, it's to get a return on that investment in a way where you can project what that outcome is so that you can acquire future cash flow at a profit. And if anybody's teaching you how to run Facebook ads is not focusing on this, what they're saying is we're gonna hack the machine in a way that doesn't bring you profit and future money in a projectable way. How useful is that information? It's completely useless. And there's a reason why those people have a new hack and a new measurement, whether it's cost caps, advantage plus, or contribution margin. It's complete nonsense. And none of it is designed to help you provide for your family and create opportunities for other people. 
So what is the single best offer? Where you have a projectable future cash flow. You understand the conversion rate of your journey and ultimately are able to not only test the ads, but if you understand how they work, you can begin to test the landing pages and the email flows and the upsells. What if instead of trying to test five different ones, you focused all of your time and money and effort focusing one? What if you solved the most important, biggest problem in your business instead of trying to solve a bunch of little problems that don't move the needle at all? What if instead of swimming in a circle, you actually made progress and you moved mountains instead of worrying about the little pebbles that ultimately just eat your time and energy and are the reason that your advertising costs continue to go up while your bank account gets worse? And ultimately, this brings us to point number three, the complexity and inability to understand what's going on. I see far too many people say, well, you gotta test a lot of creatives and you gotta test a lot of landing pages and this ad is doing really well. Do you actually know that? Do you you know that when that ad gets spent, it relates to a specific incremental lift to the other channels that you're marketing with and ultimately to your bank account? Or is it doing well because the hook rate is nice? Hook rate doesn't equal money. It doesn't mean anything. Well, the click-through rate is nice. Maybe that's because it only appeals to a really small group of people and they love it. Can you scale with that? No. Click-through rate doesn't mean anything on Facebook and anybody that tells you otherwise doesn't know what they're talking about. Maybe the ROAS on it is great. Who cares? ROAS isn't money. It's not a real thing. And who cares what's going on? If that ad is really, really good at being the thing close to the sale that comes from other channels as well, is that actually helping your bank account? No. No, it isn't. If you, if you can't say this thing getting more spend equals this change in my bank account, then you don't actually have any idea about the value of what you're investing in. And if you have no idea about the value of what you're investing in, why are you investing there? If you look to your ads and cannot say, this ad got more spend, and as a result, my bank account looked better or worse, then you have no idea what's going on. You can try to chase attribution, but that's a lie. And we've covered that in a lot of other videos. We don't need to get into it here, but the honest truth is the customer journey is usually weeks, if not decades long, and there's no way that you can say, well, this ad made the sale happen. No, that ad was the last thing within the attribution window that you've chosen to get credit on that platform for a sale that occurred. Whether or not that sale would have occurred anyway, and whether or not that touch point is also being attributed to multiple other platforms. ROAS isn't money. It's a lie told by people that can't actually point to the success of their business, so they try to take as much credit for everybody else's work. If you cannot focus on a CPA because you don't know the impact of what your ads are doing, then you don't know what's going on. And the more complicated your Facebook ad account is, the less likely you'll be able to understand what any one particular move is. You could say, well, this ad does great. Really? Is it this audience? Is it this campaign? Or is it just the fact that you're running a whole bunch of things and that one got lucky enough today? Is that what you want to build your future on? Lucky today? Of course not. If you don't have confidence in what's going on, then you have no idea what's actually happening. If your ad account is more complicated than one campaign, odds are you have no idea the impact to your bank account from that ad getting more spend, which basically means you have no idea what's going on, which basically means you can't move the business forward, you lack complete confidence, and when things break, because they inevitably will, you have no idea how to fix it. If you don't have a campaign, that is too complicated to understand, you have an ad account that machine learning can improve with and you can go working on your business instead of failing in your ad account. So let's get to the structure and execution of this one campaign. Your single campaign needs only three elements. The first one being 
an ad set of your proven winning ads. These are the ads that have already proven to earn spend, where the performance was fairly stable. And what I mean by that is week in, week out, you pretty much have a good idea of what the 4PI analysis says. By the way, if you wanna learn more about 4PI analysis, cause we're not gonna have time to dive into it today, check out this video. I'll share my screen on the only report you ever need to look at inside of Facebook to understand everything. It's spend, frequency by day, CPA and CPMs. If somebody says that another metric is important, they have no idea what they're talking about. All right, so that being said, these are the ads where you're gonna understand every one of those metrics week over week is more or less stable or they move more or less together. Those are your control ads. Now, when you run a 4PI analysis against that, you can have a really good understanding of what problems you actually need to solve so you can launch dynamic creative tests following the 322 method to solve those problems. Do you need a image ad that gets a daily frequency between a 1.15 and maybe a 1.3, so it's more of that mid funnel so you can bring down your average CPA? Are all of your ads right now currently kind of sitting top of funnel and you just need anything for Facebook to use as a retargeting ad? Are all of your ads being used as retargeting ads? Can you focus on something that's more upper funnel? The point here is you can begin to solve very specific business questions with your dynamic creative tests and don't have more than three creatives, two headlines and two primary copy. You should not have descriptions. You do not need to test calls to action. Don't make infinite permutations of ads that give you no insight. And these dynamic creative tests, again, should be focused on trying to solve the biggest question that you need. It's not, can I get a winning ad? Because that doesn't matter. That's not real. It is, I need to get an ad that sits mid funnel so that I can reduce my average CPA so that I can invest more money. Great. How do we solve that problem? Now we can be very strategic with our consumer psychology and we can be very strategic with our creative design to solve a very specific problem. And in that case, that ad's probably gonna be one with a better CPA and the CPM might be a little bit higher than average and it probably won't earn all of the money. It'll be your best ad potentially, but it won't get all of the spend. Why? Because it's a mid funnel, bottom funnel ad. That is gonna bring down your average blended CPA and that means you can spend more money. That's how Facebook works. That's how investment portfolio management works. You can't do that if you're outside of a one campaign setup because you have no idea what's actually happening. Who doesn't love a good Topo Chico? I just want to take a break for a second and just remind you to go ahead and like and subscribe. I think the like button is right down there. Let's hope I got it right this time. I think I got it wrong in the last video. And subscribe to this channel so that you don't miss any future videos. If you're listening on a podcast, hey, smash the five stars, subscribe to the thing, leave me a positive review, give the platform signals that you actually really enjoy this stuff. And with that being said, let's just take a quick moment and then we're gonna dive into how to scale this thing to the moon in a way that you don't even have to touch it. So, scaling your Facebook ads. Now there's a big misconception that scaling means adding more budget. That's complete nonsense. Scaling is about either increasing the volume of customers or adding more profit to your business. It's about scaling efficiency. Get your blended CPA to be lower. Get your incremental lift to be higher. You can absolutely scale your bank account without investing more money. It's infinitely easier to reduce your average cost per acquisition by 10% than to maintain the same cost per acquisition while pushing 
up your budget 10%. And that unlocks a lot of how we wanna think about scaling our overall business. Now this is a great problem to have. Now, when your CPA is so good that the biggest liability you have is you're not spending enough, the worst thing you could do is try to escalate one of your post IDs to the control environment or launch a new creative test. Why? Why are you doing more creative testing? You already have something that works. Don't break it. Just start adding budget. Now, my favorite thing to do, add 5%. Maybe Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I got another video you can check out right here up at this link. And that will tell you all the ways to auto-optimize your Facebook ad account so you don't even have to touch it and it'll do this. Now I hear you say, well, 5% a week, or 5% Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I wanna scale faster than that. That'll double your Facebook ads in a month. Do you know what'll happen to your overall daily spend if you double it every single month? Compounding interest is a violently aggressive, powerful force, and you can use it for your bottom line in a way that you don't even have to touch anything. If all you have to do is say, my number one objective is, can I make sure that when I increase my budget by 5% on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, my blended CPA is still below my target? That's the only question you need to actually answer. And the solution to that problem is either with creative testing on Facebook, or if you stabilize the Facebook ad account because it's one campaign where you're not moving a lot of things, guess what happens? Well, all of the traffic going to your website looks and feels similar at a consistent volume and quality, which means you can meaningfully improve your landing page tests and your search campaigns. And you can work on what happens after the sale. Now, if you're testing different audiences, if you're testing different ads, and you're, God forbid, using cost caps or Advantage Plus with a meaningful amount of your budget, what's happening? You're driving a whole bunch of customers inside of your store, which basically means every single test that you run after the click is completely useless. We don't want completely useless. We want to say, I know how to make money. It works well. I'm going to do more of it. It's really that simple. So what did we learn today? Running multiple campaigns is stupid. Promoting multiple offers is stupid. Running Facebook hacks like cost caps and Advantage Plus and retargeting and lookalikes and interest groups is stupid. Trying to run a whole bunch of creative tests to find the best winning ad is stupid. ROAS is stupid. Anything that creates volatility in the front end of your business so you cannot, with confidence, project future cash flow and acquire it at a profit and then improve your business model and operations to squeeze out even more pennies of that so that you can then invest more money in the beginning of all of this is stupid. The easiest way to make this work is to use Facebook the way the engineering team wrote the code. I know, people say all the time, well, it works differently for everybody. No, it doesn't. Does software really care who you are? Does Excel work differently for your dad than it does for you? Of course not. Does Grand Theft Auto work differently because of who it thinks you are as a person? Of course not. Facebook is software. It works the same way for anyone and anyone that disagree is stupid. So that being said, let's build a system that leverages the machine in the way it was designed. So that we can build a stable front end that requires very little manual effort in a way where we can automatically increase our budget when we've scaled our efficiency appropriately. And when we can no longer do that, we can work on things that happen after the click to improve our unit economics, or we can do very specific strategic creative tests to allow the Facebook machine learning and AI to overcome our biggest problems at the front end of the customer journey. Doing anything else is stupid. Remember this, Facebook is a machine learning platform. 
designed to amplify your business model. What are you teaching it? And are you asking it to do anything other than be the front end of something that makes money? So I hope that makes sense because you absolutely deserve more success and less stress. And honestly, if you're working more than 60 to 90 minutes a week in your Facebook ad account, you're probably doing way more harm than good. And you're gonna find a lot of people that say, well, Advantage plus this and one day click that and retargeting and lookalikes and interest groups and cost caps and what the greatest next new creative style is and all that other stuff. All of that is fart sniffing nonsense by people who have no clue what they're talking about. And uh, well, this is not a supposition from me. I've been working with the Facebook engineering team for a decade to build how the platform works. I'm not here to give you my opinion based on results that I've seen lately. I'm giving you a report on how the machine is designed to be used because I've been building eight and nine figure businesses for the better part of a decade. And my hit rate is over 90%. If you want to learn more about my SOPs and frameworks to see success, check out down below. You'll see links for Disruptor School, the Facebook Ads MBA program, Disruptor Agency. If you want more of a managed service and the opportunity to do that, you can click down there. You can also work with me directly on consulting calls. You'll find a link for that. There's also a merch store, sign up for the newsletter, and so much more. So that being said, I know you could be literally spending your moment here on the internet doing anything that you wanted. And you've chosen to spend that time with me. And my focus is to help you see more success and less stress so that you can provide for your family and opportunity for others. And that's what definition of success is for me because we should be trying to make the world a better place. And this is one of the greatest ways of creating real change and joy in the world. So why not do it? That being said, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, there's a couple videos here that might think you like, like. Don't forget to smash the button. If you're listening on a podcast, please give me five stars. Tell the algorithm you love it. Share this with your friends. Until next time, I'll see you on the internet. Bye.